Hi, this is Dilch. I'm a full-fledged book addict. I also complain a lot. This is Read with Dilch. Hi, welcome to Read with Dilch, episode three. In this episode, I will be reviewing the second book that I read this year. It's a book called *The Wicked Boy*, an infamous murder in Victorian London by Kate Summerscale. To be fair, this was actually my third book because I read a different book before this one, but I had to give up on it after a gruesome forty or so pages, and I just couldn't bring myself to enjoy it. But that's a whole different story. We're sticking to the review of this nonfiction true crime book. So this book tells the story of a murder of a mother that happened in 1895 London. The perpetrator was her firstborn, but hold up, it is not that simple because this book covers about the life that Robert, the firstborn, and his younger brother named Natty, the life that they led after the murder of their mother. You know, they had been telling neighbors and several people that their mom. Was actually out to visit another family member. That's why she wasn't around after the murder. Anyway, after ten days, the gruesome murder was finally uncovered, and Robert confessed to the murder. What follows then is the coverage of the trial, the imprisonment of Robert in an asylum, and the rest of his life until he moved and died in Australia. Now, is it interesting? Well, I'm going to assume you would think.、Hmm, What's so interesting about this book? We all know who the killer was, right? Yeah, well, that's what I thought also when I read this book. But I was just curious, you know, like what kind of angle would the author be looking, you know, to write about a crime that happened hundreds of years ago, in which we all know who the killer was, right? I mean, it's not like we're talking about unsolved murder, you know. But guess what? I'm glad I read the book because this was such an interesting read. There never was a point where the author wrote about Robert and then portrays him as you know the evil, demented kid who, for no clear reason, just decided to stab his mom and then try to cover up the crime for as long as he could. The thing is, we never did know why Robert killed his mom. You know, not even potential motives, though there were some theories posited that were mentioned in the book, but. I'm not gonna tell you about that for fear of spoiling it. Anyway, the other thing that I liked about this book was the bittersweet surprise in the epilogue. I genuinely think this was going to be a very cut and dry story about Robert Coombs and whatnot, but dang, that surprise epilogue really took me by surprise, and I enjoyed it. I rarely read epilogue of books because you know it tends to be just. That you know, an epilogue. It matters not to me what the epilogue is going to be about, but I decided to read the epilogue on this book, and I'm glad I did because it was such a nice ending to Robert Coombs' story. We only got a glimpse of his life before he committed the murder, so it's quite nice to end it in the way that the author did in the epilogue. For me, it put Robert on a different light, and you know, not half the book ends with. Robert, just as a murderer, you know, because he leads a life that is so much more than that. That being said, I'm not saying that、um, Robert's crime could be obscured or, you know, oh well, pity him, he's a murderer and whatnot. But you know, it's just, it's nice to see someone making a life out of himself even after committing a horrendous crime when he was younger. 
Right. It was quite an interesting read for me. I'll give it a four out of five stars. And best part for me is obviously the epilogue. Now, if you have an interest on true crime books, you know, specifically of crime that occurs in Victorian era, this might be your cup of tea, though it doesn't really focus much on the crime itself. I mean, if you're more into the nitty gritty of the crime itself, yeah, you're not going to get that from this book. Now, before I end this episode, I would like to slip one segment in, which is of my husband and I doing a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, we actually did five quizzes, but I'll be including these recordings on five different episodes so as not to bore you guys about it. Anyway, here's the first one. Do you want me to read the question or do you want you to read the question so that it's not just like blank sound of us clicking over things? <laughs> uh, let's take turns, okay? So you read one question, I read the next and so on and so on. Okay, so I'll, 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 I'll do the first question. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Which superpower do you... Oh, okay, but that means that you gotta choose your answer quickly because you overthink everything. Just give me like five seconds or something. Okay, can you like move your camera a bit? Because I only see your left ear. I'm, I'm moving the microphone so you can hear it's, my voice. It's, it's fine, so it's, it's fine, it's fine. I, I don't want to be like I'm talking to myself if I can't see your face. All right, can you see? Yeah, okay. So first question, which superpower do you believe to be the weakest? Do we have to read the, the choices? No, let's just yeah. answer it. How about that? Okay. Weakest would be... Well, this one, obviously. Be... Swipe? Well, you don't have to tell me what your answer is. You just have to choose your answer quickly, and then you read the next question, so I can read the next question. Okay. Which is the quality you look for most in a partner? Okay. I'm done. If you had a house in each of these locations, which would you sell first? Oh, which one? Okay. Right. <clears throat> mm. oh, I think I'm gonna oh, this one. Okay, I'm done. Which way best describes how you tackle a heavy to-do list? Uh... Oh God. Um. I think I'm gonna go with this one. Okay. It's actually kind of hard. It is, right? And by the way, again, I'm only talking to your left ear. <laughs> There's a Just, huge, like, I'm negative space behind you. Okay, which best describes how you sleep... Oh, no, you're supposed to read this. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Which best describes how you sleep nightly? I think I know what your answer would be. What? You sleep okay, but you always wake up with aches and pains in the morning. Kind of. If you had to devote all of your time to just one of these things, which would it be? Ooh, obviously this one. 
I'm quick at deciding. Okay, choose the role you'd be most comfortable filling in a big meeting at work. Ugh. Oh, I'll take this one. Okay, man. Woo! Okay. Should I read? What was the question again? Uh, something about this quiz being very accurate or something. I'm gonna read your result first, or do you want to read my result first? I haven't even received the results. Yeah, because I haven't clicked done yet. <laughs> click it. Okay. Yay. What the? F- Come on, this is not fun. Well, it's just like the one where we had that class picture. Yeah, but the thing is, we got the same result now. We got, we both got personality three. Do you know the yeah, feeling of happiness you get when you see the sun peek out of the clouds on a dreary day? That's the feeling people get when they see you. You have energy uh-huh. that is as contagious as it is inviting. Your charisma and your sincerity make you a great friend and a great person. Yeah, that's I don't think right. that's me though. I don't think that's me though. I'm like the Teletubby sun. And now we have reached the end of this episode in which I'm going to share about my current read. Last week, I was reading a book called The Pharmacist of Auschwitz, which I finished on the 1st of June, actually. And now I'm currently reading a novel called Ten Women by Marcela Serrano, translated by Beth Fowler from Spanish to English. It is such an interesting read. I'm having such a grand time reading this book. Anyway, on a different note, I'll see you guys next week in which I'll be reviewing my third book in 2020, Ten Caesars by Barry Strauss. bit of a life update as of this recording which is on 6 may 2020 it has been 73 days into the national mandatory quarantine imposed by the government of colombia for non-essential worker in the effort to curb the spread of covid 19 and generally not much had changed since last week on my part i'll still be in colombia until the end of august and let's just hope the closing of international flights won't be extended and oh Here's something new. I currently am trying CBD oil to help me with my anxiety and sleep. Um, It's only been two days since I've been using CBD oil, and I don't know if this is just a placebo kind of thing on my part or if this is really working, but I'm generally getting better sleep and less anxiety throughout the day. So we'll see about it in the next few days, and I'll see you guys next week. Stay home and read. Bye-bye.